Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat podcast slash live stream or some such nonsense. In any case, um, I'm going to be turning to the AD&D 1E Dungeon Master's Guide for today's episode. But before I do, Glenn Halstrom, my co-host on Dungeons, Dragons, and Discourse every other Friday night, which will mean tomorrow night, uh, March 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, uh, Glenn and I will be live. So youtube.com backward slash Eric Tenkar. Uh, join us. Uh, you can. Th there will probably be a share also up on Facebook, but I'll be honest with you. You can watch on Facebook, but we're not going to, we don't get your comments. So if you want to comment, if you want to get feedback, uh, if you want to ask questions, best way is to watch on YouTube. Again, subscribe, like, comment. It feeds the algorithms. And uh, hey, the, the more people that we get following these uh, vidcasts, the better the podcast will be. Um, and just the better the feedback. It's a win win for everybody. So, that being said, and I do enjoy this new format because it allows me to be interactive with the, uh, the uh, voicemails. Let's listen to one. A lot of stuff I could steal here. Of course, didn't start at the beginning. Let's try it again. Hi, Eric. Old man Grognard here. Well, Skippy, uh, about, I was listening to your show about Thaco Siding, Random Dungeon Generation. Ooh, there's a lot of stuff I could steal here. First of all, Thaco Siding, I guess, yeah. that Yeah, and it, it surprised the hell out of me. Now, of course, on, on Facebook, people were like, well, uh, everybody knows that it was in the DMG. No, everybody did not know it was in the DMG. I, I didn't. And I've always heard, oh, well, second edition truth, Thaco. Now, it didn't actually call itself Thaco in the DMG. It called itself two hit A C. Zero, so it wasn't spelled out. T H A C with the number zero looking like an O, thereby Thacko. It was two hit A period C period O. But still, it's the first time you see Thacko. Now, as was pointed out to me, the problem with Thacko in first edition is first edition has this weird thing on the combat charts where 20 gets repeated. So you have the first appearance of a, of, of a 20 on your combat chart. Say you're, I don't know, first level fighter, you need to roll a 20 at AC0. Well, you also need a 20 to hit AC negative 1. But the, the first appearance of that 20 can be by adjustment. So your strength is plus 1, and you're specialized, and you get a plus 1 sword. So you're plus 3. You roll a 17, that's 20, that hits. However... AC minus one, right? You rolled a 17 plus three. 20 doesn't hit. Those multiple 20s need a natural 20. And when it starts going 21, 22, 23, 24, it means a natural 20 plus those bonuses to it. So a little bit of a, a twist to how it's handled. That's the first, okay. That's the first time it's mentioned. Well, yeah, it's the first time it's mentioned. Uh, as Glenn points out, apparently Frank Metzner uh, actually explained what it meant. Again, Gary just threw it in there. 
which is probably why I never noticed it in my I started gaming around 12, 13, and 40 years. Ugh. Child's play, right? The DMG holds so many secrets hidden in plain sight. Description-wise, the D&D Rules Cyclopedia, I believe, Frank uh, is the first person, or Beck me, rather. Right, because Frank didn't write the Rules Cyclopedia, although the Rules Cyclopedia did use Frank's work to build upon. I think Aaron Alston did the Rules Cyclopedia. I'm not... I don't have it in front of me, but it kind of took all the the rules from the different box sets and put them into one book. It's a great book. Even when I wasn't playing D and D, I was playing A D and D, probably two at the time. I used the uh, Rule Cyclopedia for optional rules. I had a good good source then. He's the first one to describe what Thaco is. So between the two of them, that's it. Um, Jason's message. Oh my gosh, I could probably go off on that. And yeah, random dungeon generation, good stuff. The OG dungeon generator. Well, and that's just it. I mean, like I said, when I was a kid, teen, sorry, uh, it was a sub game within the game. Just do a random dungeon generator. And all these maps just never got used, but you did them because the process was enjoyable. I love it. I'm probably going to be using that too anyway. Okay, Skippy, I guess uh, that's it, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. So, yeah, so now, of course, there I was talking about the dungeon generator, so what am I looking at now? Well, Appendix B. So, since we're going, what is Appendix B? Random wilderness terrain. So the idea is, was with the random dungeon generator, it was kind of like, all right, your party somehow got beyond what you had mapped out in the dungeon, let's randomly determine what it is. I think these days, most of us would just wing it. Well, random wilderness terrain, if a wilderness expedition moves into an area where no detailed map has been prepared in advance, and here's, yeah, since I have this feature, for those watching at home, might as well share the screen. So, you know, it's on page 173 for those following along at home. Uh, an area where no detailed map has been prepared in advance, the random terrain determination system below can be utilized with relative ease for uh, one space equals one mile or a larger scale. Now, one space would happen to be hexes. For example, if the expedition is in the north country, the forest will be pine, or possibly scrub, while in tropical regions it will be jungle. Similarly, if a pond is indicated in two successive spaces, the two should be treated as one larger body of water. The dungeon master must also feel free to add to the random terrain as he sees fit in order to develop a reasonable configuration. In any event, the DM must also draw in rivers, large lakes, seas, oceans, and islands, as these features cannot easily be generated by a random method. As the party enters each space, generate a random number from 1 to 20. Find the type of terrain a party is currently on by reading across the page. Then read down the column until you find the line where the random number generator falls. And simply move left to determine the terrain that predominantly predominates in the new space. Uh, okay. I guess you move right, but in any case, if a pond is indicated... The terrain it is 
in is the same as that of the previous space. If an oppression is indicated, the referee must decide as to its nature and to its extent. Generally, terrain it is in must be the same as the previous space. A depression in a marsh is some form of a lake. Okay, or deep pond, I guess. Uh, no glens and forests, paths, tracks, and streams can be included as desired. Paths, tracks, and streams must lead to from unmapped spaces, of course. All right. So, and, and, and here's the thing. Appendix B doesn't even take up a full page. I find that very interesting. Now, they explain that whole thing about determining the type of terrain. And if you think about it, if you're using one-mile hexes, you could theoretically, in of course, two miles, go from a marsh to a desert. It's really that kind of a, a system. So I don't know how uh, one-mile hexes would, would really work for this, but in any case. In habitation, check each, spa each space for the possibility of inhabitation. Use random numbers from 1 to double zero, 100. Uh, one through three is a single dwelling. Four to five is a thorpe. Six to seven is a hamlet. Village is an eight to a nine. Town is a ten. City is eleven. Castle is a twelve to fourteen. Ruins is a fifteen to sixteen. And then with the ruins, you got to roll again. And it's either a village, city, shrine, or a tomb. Seventeen or seventeen and higher. Uninhabited. And then you have the population. Well, you know, a single dwelling is 1 to 12, and a thorpe is 20 to 80, but a city could be 10,000 to 60,000. How could your party not know there's a city coming up of 60,000 people? You would have seen some activity beforehand. So I think some of this can work if you're using this as inspiration for game prep, but it isn't detailed enough. The dungeon generator is detailed to the point where you can certainly roll your dungeon live. It's not going to be balanced, and it's not going to look organized, but it's possible to do. But this is going to give you some wacky-ass shit, uh, and you parties are going, oh, what the fuck? So I never use the random wilderness terrain. I do remember mapping. One day I need to pull it out for YouTube. Some of my early maps, I'll take photos of them and I'll use them for a screen share like I have going here um, because I think they'll be interesting to see stuff that I and others were probably doing 35, 40 years ago. And I've done, I did uh, some maps on hexagonal graph paper, which, by the way, was not easy to find uh, prior to the internet and online shopping. Um, and I haven't done freehand on, I guess, typing paper, you know, re regular blank sheets of paper, drawing paper. And I often use colored pencils because the idea was you use a colored pencil and then you could put in the terrain with the, with the colored pencil. Only problem is over like course, like 30, 35 years, uh, it fades a lot. What can I tell you? Folks, uh, I am still kind of mm, not hugely suffering, but I'm still a little inconvenienced from my, my COVID shot. 
my my green screen is really having some issues today with the bloobly bloobly because I'm black and black shirt. I got this blackest chair behind me. Um, but uh, my arm is still sore. I've still got a little nausea going. My stomach's still a little upset. That's day two plus because I got it. Tuesday around 11.30. Pfizer shot too. So that's giving you a little update on that one. Uh, I am not a medical professional. I make uh, no claims to be. I do not play one on TV. I do not play one on the internet. Um, however, I will say use your common sense to protect yourself. Most importantly, protect yourself. If you don't protect yourself, you can't protect others. You have to be safe. You have to be healthy in order for you to help others and keep them healthy and safe. So use your common sense, all right? If you need medical advice, beyond, medical advice beyond using your common sense, seek it from professionals, not the talking heads on TV, not jackasses on the internet, you know? Uh, be safe, be well, God bless each and every one of you. Roll your dice, uh, knock on wood. I'll be back again tomorrow with Glenn Halstrom. Folks, again, Subscribe, like, comment, watch us tomorrow. YouTube.com backslash Eric Tenkar, 8 p.m. Friday, the 19th of March, 2021. All right, folks. Thank you so much. I'm out of here. Good night.